There is such a thing as being sore in real estate. I'd rather have consistency versus a one-hit wonder where you're in one day and you can't get out of bed the next. Welcome to the No Broke Months for Real Estate Agents podcast. Working as a real estate agent can be incredibly rewarding and fulfilling, but it can also be frustrating if you aren't making the money you deserve. So if you're ready to end the stressful cycle of working hard for no results, then get started with a proven step-by-step system so that every month is No Broke Months. Jake Dixon is the founder and CEO of the Locker Room Real Estate Coaching Training Organization that specializes in partnering with broker owners and their agents to increase growth, retention, productivity, and profitability. Jake and his team have served over 250 brokerages and 20,000 agents within their first five years. Jake is unapologetically passionate about helping the 90% of NAR who close fewer than 24 homes per year and taking a stance for the 87% of agents who end up failing within their first two years of the business. In this week's Mastermind, Jake will talk about effective time management strategies for real estate agents to be able to increase their productivity. My name is Dan Roshan. I'm the host of the No Broke Months podcast which is a show for real estate agents to help you have no broke months. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy the show. Hello, Consistent Predictable Income community. Today, I am joined with Jake Dixon, and we're going to talk about effective time management strategies for real estate agents to be able to increase their productivity. So, uh, Jake, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm great, man. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And I was just telling you, I, I, I was cuddling up with this book of yours last night, man. So shameless plug or not, um, there's some really great stuff in here. And every single one of your listeners, if they don't have it, they need to get it. So real estate evolution is what Jake is holding in his hand for you audio people. And that's the 10 step guide to consistent predictable income. Thanks for the plug, Jake. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So Jake, so tell us your story. How long you been? Uh, how long have you been in the real estate world? Yeah, well, collectively over, let's see, 13 years, I suppose, um, started in new home sales, if that counts, um, took a hiatus from that and started my own, uh, actually my first venture into entrepreneurship, which is an indoor baseball training facility, did that for a number of years before I got the uh, itch to get back into real estate and um, did some sales, got the tap on the shoulder for leadership opportunities. So I was a CEO team leader of some offices and then found my real calling, which was coaching and we've been doing that ever since so all right indoor baseball tell me more about that before we dive into this yeah. sorry <laughs> yes i know we can go whatever direction you want to go in. So, so my back I, I played college and professional baseball baseball is a huge piece of my identity my upbringing and obviously inspiration for the locker room now and so after my um my corporate job days i was like you know I want to go into business for myself. And I really use it as an excuse to move back home to Illinois as well, to be closer to family. So we took a Morton shed building and and put in the AstroTurf and redesigned the whole thing with batting cages. And I worked for a number of years, giving kids one-on-one lessons, camps and clinics and doing that whole deal. Uh, And my business was called the player's edge. So you, uh, you have it within you to whether it's, you know, coaching kids or coaching agents or, you know, broker owners, you have it within you to be able to, you're a, a guide or you're a coach. That's it, man. And, and, and now I, in hindsight, now that I'm wiser and older in my years, I, I get it. I can look back at those early days and say, wow, I can draw so much inspiration and metaphors and analogies into what I do now 
and I, I'll, I got no shortage of, of sports analogies, trust me. But the blocking and tackling are the fundamentals of the game don't change no matter what level you're at. And I'd like to think the same is true for real estate. The same fundamentals that you need to master, including effective time management, is what you need to do 12 homes a year. And it's the same things to close 112 homes a year. The game doesn't change. It's just that the game speeds up. So we got to master the foundation first. So talk to us more about that. So, I mean, I'm sure that the listeners and the viewers understand that lead generation is first and foremost in regards to real estate in, in any business, right? Uh, yeah. The CPI community, I teach the, the five things, which is uh, to lead generate, to convert the leads, to meet with you, to go on the meetings, to get hired, to negotiate and to practice your script and role play. That's called CPI time. And that's, those are the five, like those are the money making activities. And when you can place those into your time management, you're going to, you know, be more likely to close more transactions. Do you agree with that, Jake? I, we, we come from the same, we're cut from the same cloth. Those are literally the five things I speak about as well. When we're talking about an agent's quote unquote job description, um, th- that's literally the same in the same order that we preach all the time. So when I read the book and I, I just know how, how much we're aligned when it comes to the core foundational elements um, that it takes to be successful in this business. Yes. All right. So then how can somebody be effective and, and you know, in, in what causes them to be ineffective? This is such a big topic that would take hours to really unpack, but I, I came prepared with a, a few crunchy things at least. Right. And I think first is, People need to get really clear on what is it you want. Like, what do you want? And then why do you want it? If we don't have clarity around those things, I mean, deep-seated clarity and strong conviction, a compelling future that you've just created for yourself, I can time block to time block. The issue is not time blocking. Literally, from 9 to 10, here's what I'm doing, want, want, want. That's easy. It's the sticking and the commitment to the time block that people lack because it's not tied to a compelling future. So I argue anytime on this subject matter, and I believe your book here um, is very consistent with my stance on this. I don't think people have a time management issue. I think what the real issue is, is priority management. I cannot make time. I cannot spend time. I can utilize it through my choices and really figuring out what is it I want? Why do I want it? And then stacking those most important items, the priorities in alignment with what it is you want and the reasons why you want it. Let's say that somebody understands what they want. They know why they want it, but they still get distracted. Is it that they really don't know what and why, or is it that it takes so damn long to be able for your activities to produce results that you for forget that what you're doing is going to drive towards that goals? I think you just nailed it, in my opinion. It's yeah. that we live in this society right now. It's this popcorn society. We, we Everything's instant gratification. I want it now. I can take my cell phone out and in a few clicks of the button have anything I want. Well, guess what? That's not necessarily real estate for most people. That's an inaccurate description. It's a false expectation. What this business looks like, it's work, 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 and then get paid. Work, 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 and then get paid. And then eventually it does get easier where I can work, get paid, work, get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, right? But I think it's the lack of consistency, lack of discipline, and understanding the bigger game that we're playing here that sure, something could fall into my lap today, but I'm not expecting it to. Here's a crunchy example that we have at the locker room. We, we coined something called the 5 to 25 challenge. How many okay. people have you and I met with, Dan, that when we ask them as a brand new agent, 
Hey, what's your goals? How many people say they want to earn six figures in real estate? Like everybody. And I, I, I'll get behind that. But the reality is because of the failure rate and all these other things, most people don't end up achieving that. Why? What's the difference? Well, it's time on task over time. And we have the five to 25 challenge, for example, which says, if I just made five contacts a day for five days a week, for 50 weeks out of the year, do the math. That's 1,250 real estate conversations, connections that I will have. You can't help but to succeed. You, You got it. And now I've tracked this for seven consecutive years, like a nerd, right? So if you don't know your numbers, trust mine. And this is largely for newer, lesser experienced agents. That's important to note. There's a 50 to one conversion rate for every, meaning 2%, for every 50 conversations, it will ultimately yield you one new piece of business. It is scary accurate, you guys. 24, 25 transactions, you're right there, okay? And that nets you six figures. So that in and of itself, it's a math equation. It's not emotional. It's a path, in my view, the simplest path to earning six figures. We just got to commit and stay the course for long enough and good things will happen. Hey there, it's me, Dan. Excuse me for interrupting my own show. I want to tell you about a coaching client who I have called John. And John was recently working with some buyers who they ended up writing 12 offers on 12 different homes, none of which got accepted. And that could just be frustrating. But even worse than that, those buyers ended up becoming renters because they rented a home. And guess what? They went directly to the rental They didn't even use John for his services when they rented. If I just described an experience that maybe you can relate to, and if you're struggling right now because interest rates have risen so high and the inventory is so low right now, it's just so tough to work with buyers. And if you want to learn, instead of working with buyers, how could you take three more listings right now? I invite for you to an upcoming class that I'm hosting. It's online. It's free. You can join me at www.get three more listings.com that's get three more listings.com and i will show you the exact techniques and tactics that my students are using to be able to get three more listings every single month so that's www.get three that's the number three more listings.com and you can save yourself a seat it's free it's online and i look forward to helping you get more listings Once upon a time, I would was more aggressive and I would communicate three hours a day. Today, I say one to three hours a day. Because for me, I'd much rather see somebody do one hour a day, every, five days a week, one hour a day, one hour a day, one hour a day, one hour a day, and actually do it than say I'm going to do three hours and not. Time on task, it doesn't have to be a lot of time or energy, but you have to do it every single day or at That's least right. five days a week. So I completely agree. And and for the viewers, you can see me. For the listeners, you can't. But I'm pointing to the wall right behind me. There's a a gym right over here. Now, if I haven't gone and worked out for months, if not years, and I think I'm going to go in there and day one bench press and max out and do all these things, what's going to happen to me? Jake (laughs) is going to be sore and can't get out of bed tomorrow. You're exactly right. So instead of me going in there and getting my form and worrying about reps and doing all those things, I'll add the 45s on later. I'm just going to get my reps in. It's the same thing for real estate. If you're trying to go from zero to 60 or from zero lifting weights to maxing out day one, 
What's going to happen to you? There is such a thing as being sore in real estate. If you haven't worked that lead generation muscle, and now you're expecting to do it for three hours or 100 contacts a day, you're not going to get out of bed tomorrow. You're burning your ass out. I'd rather have consistency versus a one-hit wonder where you're in one day and you can't get out of bed the next. It's black and tackle, just like what you're saying. I love the I love the the uh, you know sports analogies, right? Yeah. I am not a professional, a former professional, uh, you know, uh, uh, major league player, but you know, yeah. I can still, you know, I can still roll with you. Well, let me can I can I nerd out then with you? Go ahead, nerd out. So, so just real quick, real quick. So it was a couple of years ago. I was watching the the Major League Home Run Derby, right, at All-Star break. And any of New York Mets fans out there, it was Pete Alonzo who won that particular year's Home Run Derby, okay? Now, the interesting thing about this is halfway through the Home Run Derby, hadn't won it yet, I remember the camera um, finding him underneath the stadium in the middle of a Home Run Derby. And what was he doing? He was in the batting cage putting a freaking ball on a tee, taking swings, hitting a ball on a tee in the middle of a Home Run Derby. He wasn't dropping his elbow and doing all this terrible stuff. He was mastering the fundamentals. He was practicing, so to speak, on his on, on the fundamentals and at game speed. So when it's showtime, he's ready, right? Yeah. So I can say things like, I want to earn six figures, but if my audio is not matching my video or vice versa, and I'm not willing to do the little mundane, boring stuff to master what it is, then I'm never going to achieve at least my full potential, you might hit your income number, but there's still left in the some, some more left in the tank. So if that guy can do it, who's one of the best in the world at his craft. And then when I was giving baseball lessons to kids and they were giving me grief when they're 12 years old saying, come on, coach, do we really have to start with putting a ball on a tee? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> I love it, man. It's just the basics. You know, stick with the basics. Let's make sure we get those first and then we can, uh, we can jazz it up after the fact. Right. What do you see, you know, 87% of agents fail in this business, right? Is it just not getting these basics is, is what causes them to fail? Is it, is it something more than that? I mean, is it false expectations of what they're getting into? I mean, there's so much you could say, but what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, there is a lot I can say on this, but I'll try and keep it in the realm of um, our topic today, which is effective time management. And mm -hmm. so I think one of the contributing factors um, that we haven't already spoken about yet is how many out there, for example, have heard of the Eisenhower matrix, right? So, oh, yeah. so people say things like, oh, well, if I'm going to do something two or more times, then I should have a what for it. I should have a system for it, right? So if I'm going to make two or more decisions in my lifetime, I should probably have a decision-making system, something that I put fil a filter through so I can figure out what's important and not urgent, what's urgent and important. You've heard of this. It's otherwise known as the Eisenhower matrix. It's urgent. It's not urgent. It's important. It's not important. And it's a four quadrant kind of thing where these all these deals intersect. Why am I sharing that? Because I think sometimes agents have decision fatigue. They feel like they need to try everything and dabble in everything. And that's the problem. I'm going to try real estate. I'm going to try open houses. No, no, we're not trying. We're going to take time on the front end to figure out what are you really freaking good at? Build your lead generation model around that so you're committed, you've decided, and you will follow that path and tweak along the way, of course, but follow that path with time on task over time. But I think agents need that filter of how to say what to say yes to versus what to say no to. 
Last thing on that. You've heard this, I'm sure, Dan. I think it was Sir Isaac Newton, some, somebody way smarter than us combined, probably. Sir Isaac Newton said, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So right now, I'm, if I flex my bicep muscle, that's the action. What's equal and opposite of my bicep? Well, that means my tricep has to relax. For my bicep to flex, my tricep must relax. So that means when I say yes to something, I'm saying no to something else, dot, 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 what is it? And are you okay with that? Example, you're looking at, you're having dinner with your family at six o'clock at night. You see your cell phone ringing. It's that buyer. You're thinking, dang, if I don't take this call and he or she wants me to race out and show them that property right now, I'm going to lose out on the, on the deal. Fear of loss. Now, I'm not judging if you've set those expectations with your family. Cool, go do that. But if you haven't, what you're saying yes to is the money and you're saying no to your children, the conversations, the TV turned off, us as a family, the people I'm doing this for in the first place. So I ask people, when you say yes to something, do you know what it is you're saying no to? And are you okay with that? Yeah, I I, um, I say when you say yes, it's you're saying no infinitely minus one. So when you have that, when you have that understanding, then you will respect your yes as much more so. Yes. Because every time you say yes, you're saying, no, I'm saying yes to spending time with my family. I'm saying no to lead generation. I'm saying no to eating pizza. I'm saying no to skydiving. I'm saying no to bowling. I'm saying no to having a conversation with Jake. I'm saying no to any other possibility that, that there is. So now what's the best yes I can take? Well, I want to spend, I want to spend time with my family. Yep. Or what's the best yes I want to lead generate for an hour or two Correct. or three. Correct. But do so systematically. Do so systematically. So have your filter that you run decision-making through to help prioritize things. Then establish what am I going to do and commit to doing long enough to see the fruits of my, of my efforts. And then my last piece of this using sports again is studying your game film. People, agents, listen to me. Stop it. You don't slow down enough. You don't reflect enough. Why? Because it's, oh, it's airy-fairy. I'm moving a million miles an hour. I, I got no time to think and slow down. Yes, you do, and you must. Think about it this way. At the time of us recording here, Super Bowl didn't, uh, didn't happen too, too long ago. The two weeks that those teams were leading up to the Super Bowl, aside from practice, what do you think they were doing every day? They're sitting in the war. Damn right. They're sitting in the war room. They're watching game film, not only on themselves, but on their opponent. Now, why would they do that? Oh, the guy missed a block, a tackle here. He missed a block there. What can we do differently next time we run the play? Too many agents aren't finishing their day, their week, their month without doing what we call the KISS method, K-I-S-S. This is where we study the game film and K stands for what is it you need to keep doing? The I stands for what do you need to be more intentional about? S, what is it you need to stop doing? The other S, what is it you need to start doing? K-I-S-S. So every time you have an open house, I want you to pause and study the game film of that open house and ask those four simple KISS questions because that's how you continue to sharpen and sharpen and sharpen instead of saying, oh, nobody showed up to my open house. See, open houses don't work. Let me try online lead gen now. Like, give me a break, stick with it long enough and continue to refine your craft. 
Yeah, I think uh, before you even get to making the decision of what you're going to do, I think you, you nailed it correctly about what is your superpower? What are you good at doing? What What is it? Consider like in your life, what do people say that you're, you're talented at doing? Uh, for Jake, I just met Jake, but I bet that Jake's probably pretty competitive. I bet that you're athletic. I bet that you uh, like to win. Right. Am I, am I nailing this? So like, just from like a, right. Just from a second, you got me pinned, man. <laughs> right. I mean, there's a whole much more to you that I don't know. Right. But here's just some basic, like, here's some things that in a second I can know about Jake. Yeah. Yep. All right. Now, if Jake likes to win, if he's competitive, if he's going to be persistent. Okay. And you're looking at all these qualities, all these traits that we all have, yeah. not those traits. Some of us do, some of us don't. But we all have special traits that make us unique, that God granted us, that I call our superpowers. So let's see what those are now. What are all the different ways of how I could find business? So you go back to that open house. If you're somebody that, you know, you make people feel good when you come into the room, maybe you, a little touchy-feely, maybe you touch somebody on the shoulder when you're talking to them, right? Like that's your superpower. You make people feel good. Guess what? Open house is probably something you may consider, but not expired. Jake may consider expired. Maybe, right? Maybe not. I don't know, right? But you you sit there and you take a look at what are your superpowers, and now that's the first step. Now let's rock and roll with that, and then that becomes your job description. I think you and I were brothers or something <laughs> in a former life. I mean, seriously, your language is my – I have a class called Turning Your Defining Moments into Your Superpowers. And here's uh, here's an excerpt. You're, you're going to like this, I think, because we're, we're saying the same thing. Unpopular opinion, maybe. Don't care. Okay? Take it or leave it. We have to we have to protect our minds. Anything that as we're scrolling, we're listening to things, sometimes we adopt these beliefs that it's like, hang on, is that even true? Do I even believe in that? Or did somebody just somewhere along the way tell me that and I've adopted it? One of those for me, and I'm, this is just who I am. I like to poke holes at things. And I think success lives outside of your comfort zone is absolute BS. Here's my belief system. And I guarantee you probably use the same language, Dan. Success starts or at least lives in your strength zone, expanding your strength zone. And I got a whole visual and a thing on this, but you're right, man. It's all those, it's your natural behavioral style. It's all those life lessons and principles you've learned along the way. It's the transferable skills from former careers. It's all of that molded up into a recipe that makes you, you. And then we take that and we figure out, huh, open houses is for you networking events, whatever, 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 but I'm done with people saying, oh, so-and-so mentor told me that I'm supposed to cold call FISBOs and expired, so that's just what I do, but I want to stab my eyes out every day when I wake up. There's more to it than that, you guys. Operate in your strength zone, figure out the way that works for you, and let's go get it. Dan and I, we've talked to a lot of agents. I'll bet, Dan, if you said for every major lead generation category, you could point to a mega agent who's who's netting a million dollars doing. They they all work. I mean, it's it's a if you're if you're newer <laughs> in the business right now, you're saying what works? Yes, it all works. Now some of it works better than others. Yeah. And if you try to do something that's outside your wheelhouse, you're going to struggle. You know, and so it's just just you know within whatever your superpower is and rock and roll with that. That's right. Can you hear that's me, right. Jake? I can hear you. 
Hey, all right. I'm frozen on my end. No worries. So Jake, so let's go back to, um, let's go back to the, uh, the time management strategy. So I think what I heard you say earlier is know what you want to do, know why you want to do it, pick your way of how to do it. And now, boom, now that's going to be my description. And, and and the challenge that you, uh, that the approach that you take is five conversations a day, five days a week. Like, let's make it simple because everybody could do that. Exactly. Exactly. Everybody could do that. Right. Yeah. That's a blank. If your goals are higher or lower, okay, fine. We can work within the model. But yes, gen- generically speaking, the five to 25 challenge sets somebody on pace to do or net, not just earn, but net six figures a year. We just got to do the work and be consistent with it. You already know 87% of all real estate agents fail in this business. And you also know it doesn't have to be that way. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking for consistent and predictable income, I invite for you to get your free copy of Real Estate Evolution, the 10-step guide to CPI, consistent and predictable income for real estate agents. And you can do so when you visit www.therealestateevolution.com. I'll share with you your book that I authored to show you the way. And it's free. You just have to pay for the shipping. Thanks. So one thing, here's how I go about it. And and I think there was a lot of similarities in your book on on the chapter that you have regarding time management. So when I first start, we're looking at my calendar, Google, a planner, whatever your method is, I've got a blank canvas. I get to decide. It's my choice, right? Nobody else's and billions of dollars trying to take my attention away. You're more in more control than some of you care to admit. So I have four things. Number one, I start first with personal and family time. I've got a wife. I've got two daughters, nine years old, seven years old. If it's important to me to go to that dance recital or that gymnastic meet, I'm going. There's nothing else because the canvas is blank. That goes on my calendar first, personal and family time, vacations, date nights, dropping off, picking up kids from school birthday parties, you guys get the idea. It's all under that first category. Then step number two is events or other immovable items like trainings or coaching appointments, lead generation time, lead follow-up time. These are things that no matter like an event, I'm, I want to go to that. It's a priority. priority. There's no amount of kicking and screaming and begging I can do that somebody's going to change that event just for me. So that would go on your calendar next. Same with lead gen. Don't cancel those appointments on yourself. Number three, and I love this. I believe this was in your book. Yes, 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 Dan. Predetermined appointment slots. That's my third step. Oh, yeah. after, all, after those first two, now I get to go on my calendar and fill in, let's say, two appointment slots a day. Appointment one, appointment two. If you're competitive at all, It's going to drive you insane that it's not an actual person's name on there. It just says appointment one. So now when that person calls you at 6 p.m. in the middle of dinner, you can say, sorry, I'm tied up right now. But what about tomorrow at 11 or at 3? Which one works best for you? You gave them the power of choice. They walk away feeling like they won. But who really won? It's you because you had predetermined appointment slots to offer them to select from. And then last but not least is everything else. <laughs> Let the sand or whatever <laughs> in the rest, right? It's emails, it's website, it's 
open house flyers. It's whatever. Um, on mine, I think like an athlete, your recovery time as a real estate athlete is important. The quicker I can have recovery time makes me an elite Olympic athlete versus the guy next to me who's sucking wind and can't move tomorrow. So your recovery time, here's what I do for myself. If I put an hour of lead gen, it's a sprint. I'm going gangbuster. That's the only thing I'm focused on. I award myself with flex time. You'll, if, I, if I showed you my calendar, you would see flex time in there. It's 15 minutes, maybe a half hour. If I just want to sit here and stare at the wall, I can do that. If I want to check my email or surf Facebook, I do that during flex time. But then it's right back into focused work. I love that you said for uh, step number two, the immovable and you included lead generation on that. Cause I think that that's a piece that so many, so many agents screw up and it's just like, Oh, but they wanted to do the closing at 10 AM. Oh, but they wanted to see the home at nine 30. Oh, oh, but, and it's like, you know, when yeah. you start controlling your schedule and giving them choices that work for your schedule and understand that in business, in, in sales, the most important appointment that you have is to lead generate. Now, if you understand that, then if you in the past have allowed for other things to fill in that void, then ask yourself the question of, do I really have a understanding that that's the most important thing? No, you're, you're, you're spot on, man. I mean, this is, this is the, the X factor, the agents who just submit, I like, one of my coaches, we, they say this all the time, marry the process, divorce the results. The results will come. We got to figure out the leading indicators. I got to, I got to just embrace the suck, you know, success, whatever that means to you is boring. It's repetitious. And yet it's so foundational to fund the very things that you seek out in your life. What if, and we, we, we don't think of it this way oftentimes, but what if every appointment that you held with yourself like lead generation time was treated just like a million dollar listing appointment. You're not going to, you're not going to cancel on a million dollar listing appointment. No way. Cause right there you've got a shot. And yet we cancel those appointments with ourselves all the time, which are the very things that lead to the million dollar listing. Like in what world does that make sense? And all the while I'm building a muscle up that I'm not proud of, which is breaking promises to myself. And where else is that now showing up in my life? Ooh. <laughs> Jake, so if um, if you are a broker, if I was a broker owner, once upon a time I was, uh, if I was a broker owner and I wanted to, um, to, to learn how you could help me with the productivity of my agents, uh, with uh, retention, uh, growth, and the profitability of for my agents as well as for my brokerage, how can I get in touch with you? Yeah. Th well, thank you for asking that. You're so our website is tlrnation.com. TLR stands for The Locker Room. So tlrnation.com. Um, and if you go to the page, if you're a broker owner, there's a slash partners. You can go directly to there. Or otherwise, if you're an agent, just follow the drop down menus and things like that of uh, what we have available for agents. Love it. Jake, thank you so much. Agents, thank you for joining us on another episode of uh, No Broke Months podcast. Jake, God bless you. Everybody have the best day of your life. Make good choices. Be grateful. Go help somebody and go find a listing. I'll see you. 
Thanks so much for listening to the No Broke Months podcast today. Until the next show, I invite for you to be grateful, make good choices, help someone, have the best day of your life, and go find a listing. I'm a seasoned agent, but I've certainly had uh, some months uh, with no business and some cash flow issues. Dan's opened my eyes to a lot of things and taught me things that I just haven't been able to get anywhere else. So learning his methodologies has been really helpful to me in my life and very importantly in my business.